Are we good? Okay. Hello, this is Doctor Barbara Kiel. Actually, a lot of my clients prefer to call me Doctor Bibi, and I quite like it, to be honest, because I think there is a ring to it, Doctor Bibi. Don't you think? Anyways, you are listening to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast which will show you how easy it is to be honest. What? You don't believe me? Well, stick around, and me and my co-host will show you exactly how it's done. Hello, everyone. This is Doctor Bibi, and I am here with my co-host Emily. Hi, Doctor Bibi. This is Emily Barnard. How are you doing in、uh, Queensland? Yes, in the hotel lockdown. Not great fun, but I'm not complaining. So it's like a deluxe jail cell. <laughs> so you're nearly a week, I think, into your two-week quarantine, right? Yes, I am. Five days already. Isn't that fast? Even when you're not having fun, time flies. It, it, yeah, it goes the same regardless of whether you're having fun or not, doesn't it? <laughs> right. So now let us set the energy of the next twenty some minutes together. Take a deep breath. You may wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes. And for our listeners, please don't do that if you are driving or operating heavy machinery. Let your thoughts go. Let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected. In a unified field of divine white light, and know that you are safe, all is well, and so it is. Okay. Well, you know what, Emily? I received a couple of questions. Well, actually, they're not questions; they are requests. People are wanting me to elaborate on. The symptoms of depression. So I'm going to do that before I introduce the difference between our ego versus our high self. Okay. Okay, I think that'll be quite helpful. Okay, good. Some of the symptoms of depression relating to thoughts would be frequent self-criticisms. So if you find yourself having frequent self-criticisms. Beware of that. Also, impaired memory and concentration. I mentioned this before.、Uh, indecisiveness, confused thoughts, thoughts of death and suicide, meaning suicidal ideation, and mainly negative thoughts and doomed thoughts. So, their fear. Remember the difference between their fear versus the fear of anxious people. Is that、yes. they already think that well, whatever I'm experiencing now, is going to be the future. So I'm doomed.、Uh, the whole situation is doomed. 
these are the main symptoms relating to our thoughts to depression. Depression, okay. In regards to physical sensations, watch out for chronic fatigue. In other words, most likely someone will find themselves wanting to sleep a lot or not able to sleep, impaired sleep. So Mm -hmm. two possibilities. One is always wanting to go to sleep and the other is not having enough sleep and tend to wake up in the middle of the night and is not able to go back to sleep. Weight gain or loss, meaning you lose your appetite, so you don't want to eat, so obviously you lose weight, or emotional eat and weight gain. Also loss of motivation to do anything, uh, substance abuse, and unexplained aches and pains of the body. So like for no good reason, right? Say, oh, I don't know why, you know, I have back pain, lower back pain. My neck hurts or something, yeah. Right, exactly. So watch out for that. For the behaviors, if you find yourself crying a lot for no reason, again, or withdrawal from others, uh, neglect responsibilities, i.e. paying your bills or looking after your children or even yourself. So watch out for your own physical appearance as well, that you are slacking to look after yourself or other people and moving more slowly, sluggish behaviors and being agitated or unable to settle, meaning it could take you a long time to wind down, things like that. If you talk about emotions, people that are depressed, they feel sadness, anxiety, guilt, anger, get agitated easily. Mm -hmm. And that's related to feeling anger, wings, feelings of helplessness or hopelessness and irritability. All of these symptoms we have to watch out for for depression last week when i mentioned depression is basically anger turned inward yes i remember have you thought about that or you want me to explain further um so dr bb maybe you could go into a little bit more of an explanation because as someone who has suffered and continues to suffer from depression I've never ever viewed depression as anger turned inward. It's just never something that that's never come up in my mind that, oh, I'm, I'm angry at myself for something. So maybe you could explain to me and our audience what you mean by that. Anger turned inward, meaning it's a symptom. It's not only a disorder. Depression is according to the DSM-5, like mm-hmm. I mentioned last week. However, I believe that based on my years of clinical experience, it's also a symptom. I find sometimes in some of my clients' cases, so obviously I'm not generalizing, I'm not talking about all cases are showing symptoms of depression. However, in some cases, my clients had spent years of bottling up their anger inward. So they bottled up, they did not process their anger. 
Okay. It could be anything, such as being bullied by schoolmates in school,、okay. or being abused by their parents. Whatever it may be. Okay, so you're not saying it. It means that you're angry at yourself. You're just saying instead of expressing your anger outwardly, you've you've、um, bottled it, bottled it, and not let it out. Right. So that、okay. is the first level. Okay. That actually, you the the anger that you felt toward others at that specific time. Were not being expressed or processed, therefore you internalized it for whatever、okay. reason, right? Okay. So depending、yes. on each person's case,、mm-hmm. however, you made a point. Eventually, let's say you spend years of bottling up those anger within you.、Mm-hmm. Eventually, it will lead you to be angry at yourself too,、mm-hmm. if it makes sense. Yes, it does make sense. There are two folds. The very first step is that yes, more anger toward other people that you、mm-hmm. fail to express or process, because who knows, right? If it happened, most likely we are a child. How are we going to know how to process our feelings unless we have been taught? And unfortunately, a lot of us children have not been taught that. So we bottle、right. up. Inside,、mm-hmm. and gradually, it manifested itself into depression. And when you bring all that into your adulthood and/or into your relationships, when I work with my clients, I see a lot of cases is that they have grown to be angry at themselves as well.、Mm. So there are two folds. So number、okay. one is definitely. Anger toward other people first that we have、mm-hmm. not processed or expressed, and it compounded into like you blame yourself. Earlier, I mentioned about one of the symptoms of of depression is that、yes. you have internal criticisms about yourself,、mm-hmm. yeah. and that is anger. That's very common. Is depre- yes in depression. Yes. yes, angry at yourself. Yeah, you know, for me, if I just give a quick、um, example. I, you know, I had a a pretty good family life growing up, but、um, as I became a teenager, my parents had some issues, and、mm. um, my father was cheating on my mother,、mm. and I think I internalized, I I almost idolized my father, and then I think when all of this came out, I internalized this anger. Yes,、um, because that was one of the main reasons I went to therapy、uh, many years ago. Is because I was I couldn't get over what my father had done or what I perceived what my father had done to our, my mom and our family,、mm. um, and it was very hard for me to kind of get past that. But by talking to somebody, I realized that yeah, I had all of this anger and hurt build up inside of me. Yes,、um, and it was leading to some really really poor choices on my end, some kind of self destruction that I was going down and. Um, so I can definitely that makes sense now what you're saying, right? Isn't it? It's like yeah, beginning you are upset and angry at your dad,、um, yeah, and later on because you internalized all that, and then eventually you have symptoms of depression, isn't it? 
Yeah, exactly. Later on, so you also felt a little bit about angry at yourself for not, for whatever reason. Would you like to share that? Did you find out like for whatever reason that you're angry at yourself? Oh, I think um, I was angry at myself because I could not seem to just, I wanted just to let it go. And I wanted Mm -hmm. to just be able to say, Mm -hmm. oh, well, that's my dad. Those are his choices. Like he's an adult. He can make his own choices. But I couldn't, um, I could not just let it go. And so I got very, I was very hard on myself for not being able to just kind of process through it and say, well, I'm an adult now. He's an adult now. So why am I so concerned about what he does? But I think it wasn't at that particular time. It it was going back to when I was a teenager and Mm. um, it was bringing up a lot of those feelings from when I was younger. Thank you for Mm -hmm. sharing that. I'm sure that that will help a lot of people too, Emily. You're welcome. With your example and after my explanation, so that's exactly what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. It's case yeah. by case. Therefore, it's all individual cases. It's not just yeah. one general rule for all. Okay, cool. In one of the episodes, um, I mentioned we have an ego versus our higher self. And every time we check in with our thoughts, we ask our feelings, right? I mean, for an answer. And I said, Mm -hmm. wait for an answer. And if the answer is one word or maximum two words or sentence, it cannot be more than a sentence. Otherwise, that will be our ego. It's not coming from our higher self. I think it's a good time to explain what I mean by that. I also mentioned we basically, human beings, have five main sufferings. And one of them, the top number one, is that not knowing who we are. And number two suffering is we tend to attach to permanence. Yeah, we don't want change, right? Yes. We are happy like that and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so the third, <laughs> the third suffering is that fear of impermanence. That means fear of change. Change, yeah. Yeah, I think most people are scared of change. Yeah, so we suffer. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, suffering, is we identify ourselves with our body. Uh, for those who tend to identify themselves with their body, or anybody, even teenagers wanting to have plastic surgery. Sad. And that's what I was going to say, even, you know, just anyone, anybody, I think there's body image issues are such a a massive part of the population uh, throughout the whole world right now. Exactly. Anyway, so we're not going to talk about that. But the fifth suffering is fear of death. Now, if you look at the the bottom four, attached to permanence, fear of impermanence, and identify ourselves with our body, and fear of death, they are all related to number one, suffering and that is not knowing who we we are that is exactly what i'm going to talk about now okay the entry point is we have two selves one is the ego where everybody knows about the ego the ego self and the other self is what i refer as higher self and I identify my higher self as my higher intelligence or I call it my soul sometimes Um, I also sometimes call it God how I define God 
let me just put it out there i'm not talking about religion okay nothing wrong with religion for the listeners who are religious fine whatever religion that you are in how you define god then use that okay so that would be your god that would be your higher self meaning some power that is bigger than us greater than you exactly okay yeah so that our ego plus our higher self is our whole self all of it so Mm -hmm. our ego is our personality i'm not sure if you or our listeners know the movie uh, austin powers and i believe is in um, austin powers two of three and there is a character called Mini-Me. Yes, there's a Mini-Me, yes. Okay. And I want to point out that our ego is like the Mini-Me in Austin Powers. The character okay. of the Mini-Me is always negative, fear-based, yes. and quite critical. Every time I mention ego, the ego side of us is always fear-based. Because that's what ego does. Because ego is there to protect us. Right? That's our personality. And that is the half of us. The other half is what I mentioned, our higher self, higher intelligence, uh, God, uh, Allah, soul, whatever you want to call it. Or even like our angel. When we see a lot of animated uh, cartoons, I'm sure that you have seen some pictures like this and angel sitting on your shoulder with your and head a devil and one right. angel and one devil right exactly with your head one on, on each it, right? side exactly yeah. so yeah. picture that that angel is your higher self and, and the that, devil's your ego exactly the ego is very loud now a lot of my clients ask me so how can you distinguish the difference which voice is the ego and which voice it's your higher self. Very easy. The higher self's voice is often soft. It's not loud. Because okay. the ego's voice is always loud and wanting you to listen to it. And they will scream and yell and make sure you listen to it. Kind and of it, like it, Donald Trump in today's debate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically bullying you to listen. Yes. And then will scold you. Why are you stupid? Why are you not listening to me? <laughs> if you do that, you will make a big mistake. You know, things like that is oftentimes very critical, like I mentioned earlier. Whereas okay. our higher self's voice, like I said, sometimes it's one word, two words, no more than a sentence. So and is the ego always negative, though? Is, are there some things that aren't always bad with the ego? Dr. Beebe? Well, Emily, I wouldn't say is bad. Okay, maybe I could put it in layman's terms. One can define ego as pride about oneself. And let me steal one of my teacher's definition. That's Deepak Chopra. He defines ego as our self-image, not our true self. Or what I'm trying to explain here, 
ego is not our higher self. Ego is not our higher intelligence. Now, thoughts such as my body, my mind, my intellect, my life, my wealth, my wife, my husband, and my children, and I should also acquire happiness. All these things arise. From our ego alone. So ego awareness of the self, pride, conceit, and the I-ness are all words related to the word ego. In other words, your ego believes that you are firmly here, and other people are firmly there. And that we are separated. So you have a body, you have a life, and personality, and that is distinctly different from others. And so we think, yeah. So therefore, according to the ego, you are not like other people. So in other words, the ego believes that it's all on its own, right? If we are separated from everybody else, we are all by our lonesome. Therefore, ego is always fear-based.、Uh, let me give、okay. a, a better example. Let's say, yeah. Therefore, the ego always play the what-if game. Oh, right, right. That we were talking about a couple exactly, episodes ago. Exactly. To be honest, Emily, the ego is difficult to define because. The ego isn't one specific thing. Actually, it is made up of many different beliefs that a person has over their life, and those beliefs can be diverse and even contradictory. Well, to further complicate things. Each person's ego is different because it's basically depending on. How they perceive their self-image, as Deepak Chopra defines, ego is one's self-image or self-identity. In other words, Emily and listeners, the soul is everything the opposite of the ego. You asked me earlier. Whether there is a time that our ego is not negative or bad, and I said I wouldn't consider the ego as bad, definitely not. As long as we have a body and we are alive, we need our ego. However, the ego is, unfortunately, is always fear-based. Now, this is a big. And important topic, and since I'm running out of time for this week, I definitely will continue to explain the functions of our ego, so you understand the importance of having an ego, and that the soul is everything, the ego is not. So until next week, stay safe. And have the courage to be honest. Well, Emily, what say you? That sounds good. It's been、uh, it's been a good chat. Great.
connect next week. Bye. Bye. our show from last week you can always find it again on apple podcast itunes and spotify and dr bb's website www.drbarbarakiao.com d-r-b-a-r-b-a-r-a-k-i-a-o.com